One Republic. I ain't worried about it on Today FM, a brand new single from them. It is Alison Curtis with you. Now, of course, some schools have already gone back, very few, but by the end of this week coming, all schools will be back in full. And who better to talk us through some top tips on settling our kids and ourselves back into the classroom and into a routine than parenting and early childhood education expert and friend of the show, Dr. Mary O'Kane. Mary, how are you? Hey, Alison. It's lovely to chat to you again. Absolutely. Big week, isn't it, at the moment? It is, it is. And, you know, there's obviously excitement around it. There's nerves around it. There's all the kind of things that come with uh, back to school. And, you know, Mary and I, you and I were talking beforehand, and a lot of people obviously are smarter than myself and have already put a routine into place. (laughs) But just, I suppose, just really briefly, if people haven't put any semblance of a routine into place in the household yet, what would be your advice on this? Well, start this evening. And I mean, some of the children aren't back till the end of the week. I always say never do, make, never make big drastic changes. To just, if it's maybe getting a bit, up a bit earlier, maybe a little bit earlier bedtime, a little bit less iPad time. Yeah. All these things that we've done over the summer, turn it to in one big step, little steps, just gradually, gradually. And you're sort of slowly getting them back into the idea. But don't forget, not only with routine, you want, you don't need to feel negative. So getting back to normal is a good thing. So talk mm. about in a positive way. Your new teacher, new topics, maybe even new friendships in class. So we're kind of talking about it in a positive way as we're getting the routine back. Absolutely all in a positive way. Um, so listen, Mary, as well, like when we're getting a few questions in and one in particular I'm going to uh, put to you in a second. But, you know, there are sometimes nerves about going back and you've got some lovely ideas is in particular for children that are maybe going to school environment for the very first time or in the first few years of primary, just ways for them to feel a little more relaxed. Yes. And Alison, funny, you know when our children are nervous, our big change, big transition, little rituals can really help them at times with separation. So these are just little things. The first one is, we call it matching love hearts. So what you do is you draw a little love heart on your wrist, on your pulse point, and a matching one on theirs. And you tell them... It's just so sweet. If you're missing me during the day, just put your fingers on the love heart and they feel their pulse. So it's like, it's just like a little reassuring heartbeat when they touch their wrist. And you let them know, anytime I'm missing you, I'll put my hands on the love heart too. And you need to spray perfume on. Sometimes you know they can smell your perfume or your aftershave. Mm. It's just like a little connection to you. All about connection. That's a really I mean, lovely idea. Um, that's sweet. And what about Mary Pebble in my pocket? I like this one as well. Yeah, this is a great little one. So what you do is, if you're near the beach at all now, if you're doing that on this last week, get two little similar pebbles. You can get them for your garden, or even usually a lot of the health food shops to get a gemstone. Yeah. But the, the idea is that they're really similar. You keep one in your pocket, and the child keeps the other either in their pocket or in their pencil case when they go to school. And it's the same thing. You, you tell them, because particularly the little ones, they're very concrete. Having something mm. concrete and real in their hand, it makes it very real. So you say, any time, you, if you feel a little bit nervous, you're missing me, you squeeze your little pebble and I will squeeze my little pebble. And again, it's this really concrete reminder of connection. It's all about yes. connection, Alison. It is, it is. And you've got some great ideas as well, Mary, about, you know, often in children's minds and sometimes, you know, I, I include parents in this as well, especially if the children are going very for the very first time, you know, the nerves about it. But like if you set up a ritual, it eases both sides into the new day, the new routine. Yes. And again, I mean, these are so simple, but they're really effective, Alison. I mean, so this is the same thing. You know, 
at times of transition, times of change, there's routines which will just help the child be more secure. So the idea is you develop like a, a secret handshake with them and look at them all nose kisses or high fives or whatever. So you have your secret handshake that only you and they know. And it's a nice way of saying, okay, we're going to take it now. And you do your handshake. Or even little special ways to say goodbye. Like if every day you go, see you later, alligator. Yeah. And they go in a wild crocodile. And it's just you're helping the brain just register safety as a separate. Or, you know, Alison, little love notes in their lunchbox. Mary, I'm kind of now, like, Joan is well beyond needing that, and I still like doing it, and I think she probably, like, almost doesn't want to open her in case there's a silly note in there for me. And she went away for the first time for three nights in a row, and now I know that sounds crazy because she's 11, and I gave her, like, a love note per night, and she, I think she, like, opened them all up on the first night and then tucked them deep into the bag and never looked at them again. <laughs> so who am I doing it for? Who am I really doing it for? Um, Mary, what about, you know, if we can talk a little bit about the anything to do around nerves for children that are nine to 12, like a little bit older that might have, you know, maybe the love heart and the pebbles, they're kind of like, I'm not doing, I'm not doing that. What would your advice be? Sometimes when they're older, you know, it's about, again, connection, it's talking to them. You, you, you want to sort of validate their emotions. You don't want them make, to make them feel you're being silly here. So instead, you can talk to them about the words. Now, a very useful little tip. Sometimes when we write something down, if you have a little worry sitting on your shoulder and you write it on paper, it's sort of removing it a little mm. bit off your shoulder. So what I sometimes say to parents with slightly older children is get them to write down all their worries on a piece of paper. You sit together and you do it. And you put all, then you take all the pieces of paper, put them on individual pieces, so each worry is on its own piece. And you tell them, okay, I am taking your worries. I'm going to carry these for you today. First of all, it means you're talking about them. Like as you're going through them, you're talking with the child, but you then say, let me carry the weight of these That's for brilliant. you. So you're not carrying them on your own. And again, it can ease their fears. That's a really, really great idea. And Mary, we've got a question in for you. Um, I, my son, when he's eating his breakfast before going to school, or if he has a big match, he says that his tummy feels funny. It's obviously nerves. I try and tell him that that's all normal, but I feel like my words aren't having the desired effect. And Francis sent this in. How can I make him feel a bit better about himself or ease those nerves? Uh, it's a funny one, Francis. And now again, and you're doing the right thing because you're trying to reassure them. But sometimes when we go, oh, no, no, it's fine. And um, mm. it, it is normal that they feel anxious. So instead of saying that, if you can say something like, Something like, you know, it's so natural to feel nervous going back to school or going to match or whatever. But then say, I wonder if there's something we could do to help you feel calmer. Mm-hmm. And so you're actually thinking, okay, now we're looking for a solution. Do you know what can really, really help? And for little ones, we call it belly breathing. For older children, we call it controlled breathing. But if I can Google belly breathing and she'll see how to do it. It's basically really slow, deep breaths. So what you're doing is you're, you're sort of validating that emotion you're saying yes this is fine but you're giving him something to do and that just calms him down and after he does that remind him about something positive something really good about school we want to be the point in the storm Alison don't we we want to be that calm reassuring 
Prevalent. Absolutely. And something that you said in your notes, actually, that really struck a chord with me is that we're guilty as a household of getting up a little too late. And so then that chaos is there. And then that's when arguments start. And that's when you're like, you finish your breakfast, get your shoes on, blah, blah, blah. Oh, so the yeah. one thing I'm going to commit to doing <laughs> next week from next week is just even getting up that 20 minutes earlier will make a big difference. So I appreciated that tip. Mary, yeah. as always, it's a pleasure. Um, and of course, you've got that brilliant book, Perfectly Imperf- Imperfect Parenting, uh, Connection, Not Perfection. I go to that quite a bit now it's a bible in my household and mary give out your points of contact for people yeah on social media on facebook and instagram i'm dr mary o'kane i'm on twitter as well i'm posting up different tips for teachers as well yeah parents and um, and for the second school and for the primary school so have a look at my social media and i'm putting lots of advice up there excellent thank you so much mary take care bye 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 weekend breakfast with alison curtis on today fm